I'm Danica, and I apologize for the audio hell that is going to be kept in this episode. From when Jenna secretly tried to jiggle her tits, and it did not work. It did not. Number one, because they made a sound. (laughs) Slap, 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 slap. It did not center me in the way I wish I was trying to. Uh but it was it was lovely and I don't hate what happened here. I am I am super proud of what we've done so far. Yeah. In in our first official yes. episode together. I mean like the the I feel like the prequel episodes like don't count. No, they don't. Um yeah. It's all a nightmare, it's all a dream. Like what is what are we even doing? Now we're mm-hmm. actually like in it, playing in the space. Yeah. Play with me. How mm-hmm. like speaking of um how what first of all thank you for filling in for me last week Mm -hmm. i was not feeling super well for those who don't know like danica lore i got COVID a while ago and i'm still feeling some kind of way about it uh i don't love it and i hope it's not what i think it is and i hope i'm just like a little dehydrated but sometimes i'm feeling a little little bit of a way so Yeah. yeah Ugh. Yeah. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad you're feeling a little better. I, I mean, I, you know, you hear that it doesn't just like, I mean, it can go away for people, but you also just have a little bit of fun. Anything. Anything. Mm. Like, you can have brain fog. You can have heart palpies. You can have like all sorts of fun things. And I'm just like, well, I already had some issues. So, <laughs> like, what, a, what is it? <laughs> Don't love um, that. Not yeah. loving it, um, but here this week, mm-hmm. happy to be here. Yes, happy um, to have you here. Um, yeah, what is, what is even, even, oh, this world, this world. <laughs> uh, we can't talk about the world because no. I think if we talked about the world, we'd have to talk about how I've read so many tweets about, um, like, monkeypox that I'm going to throw up and uh, die and... Yeah, I'm yeah. just like if one single person in my house gets it, I'm gonna. I don't want to spread disinformation. I don't want to spread panic, but I'm just um, panicking. So. <laughs> but I'm. Uh, I don't panicking. want to do it, but I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna so, do it. Oh my um, gosh! Stay safe. Stay diligent. Please keep checking in. Mm-hmm. Call call health professionals. Do all you need to do. And so also stay diligent with COVID. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. keep yourself as safe as you can do. Um, please, please, it's serious out there. Um, fun stuff. Do you have any? Did you anything fun happen to you at all? Um, no. Uh, I'm unfortunately still working under a capitalist structure, so <laughs> I'm just trying to use my weekends as I have them. But one thing I did find to be lovely and good is the way that Gabby, uh, like patron saint of whisper talking, <laughs> says the word meatball. Meatball. <laughs> Isn't it great? Oh, my Gabby, my Gabby, my Gabby. It's so good. She's just like, she just just like says it, you know. Like I know we're all just saying words, but you know she's just like she's committing. <laughs> she's like committing to the Jennifer Coolidge bit. She's like meatball, 
you know? (laughs) And, like, it really, like, I watched this episode probably, like, three times this week because, you know, the night one, I'm like, oh, I just had a Monday. I'm falling asleep in the middle. I woke up for Meatball, (laughs) by the way. I, like, fell asleep during the first half of the episode. I woke up during Meatball and... Then the second time I was like, oh my fucking God, I really did remember that right. Like she said meatball that way. And then the third time I was just like, meatball, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Like, What does she mean by that? Like, what is she trying to convey? I don't know. I mean, I think one of the like cool parts about it, I think, is that both of them wanted to keep him and they were just like, Gabby, your assignment is meatball. <laughs> like, if Rachel said that, it it doesn't have the same impact, you know? Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. So, like, I just really appreciate the art that goes into this show. And it really just kind of reaffirmed to me that this show is a work of art. Mm-hmm. And there are really people working behind the scenes to make this really fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> at least in the first half of the show because um, it, it will evaporate very quickly yeah you um, gotta hold on to the humor while you can absolutely so thank you meatball for i mean like even the last bit of it where they were like uh so what's your like brother's name sausage i was just like uh-huh. yeah the big dick brother's definitely named sausage <laughs> And meatball has those meaty balls that just yeah. hang in there. Oh, good. That's all we're going to talk about this whole episode, by the way. I hope no one is expecting anything different. Yeah, that's it. Meatball. 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 <laughs> so good! What is she so Um, Meatball. <laughs> like, it's just crazy. I am obsessed with it. I never want him to go home. I don't want him to be picked, but I never (laughs) want him to go home. (laughs) Like, I'm wishing the best for him, but I need him on Paradise. So, like, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But absolutely, please do not pick him, but he needs to stay the entire For as he needs to be top four. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. sure he has maybe some equally toxic ideas about bedroom ideas, but, like, you know, mm-hmm. I I just need to hear meatball <clears throat> every week. It's getting better the more I do it, I feel it's like. It's so good, yeah. <laughs> I think our <laughs> listeners have been desperately waiting for this season to start for, for, for Jennifer Coolidge to come back. Did you see that's one of our recent reviews on iTunes? <laughs> no, I didn't see that. What Here was for it? the Jennifer Coolidge <laughs> impression. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Meatball. <laughs> That's more Jennifer than Gabby, but <laughs> Okay, I'll stop. I promise. Um, um so Bachelor Gossip. Mm-hmm. We didn't fill it out on the sheet today, mm-hmm. but I'm curious to see if there's anything that's going on because I had something this week. Oh shit. Actually. Yeah, please go into it then. So <laughs> did you see that um there was, like, a viral, like, video on, like, Twitter about that bird. It's, like, an emu or something. I, 
Is an emu a bird? I don't know. Mm. It's like the it's like an ostrich, but it's not an ostrich. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was at this like farm, and it was you know like someone was taking a video of themselves, just like hey, this is like somebody on my little farm, and it was supposed to be like a cute TikTok thing. And then this bird, I think his name is Emmanuel, mm-hmm. came over and was like interrupting the video and like knocked the video camera down, and it became like this like viral sensation. And she was just like, um. She was talking to him and she was like, don't do that, Emmanuel. Don't do that. I want to actually just make sure that's his name because if not, I'm doing something stupid. Um, I'm not going to do it. Roast me if, if yeah. you must, but if you must. Uh, I don't I don't check Instagram anymore. Um, and it was super viral. They like went on to Jimmy Fallon. And when I looked at the like post mm-hmm. – that is Christian Haggerty's girlfriend. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Wow. And so, like, I still follow Christian on mm. Instagram, and I was just like, oh, my God, that was your fucking girlfriend. And so I was like, wholesome. Like, what a cute, what a cute thing. Love. I love. I love seeing, like, Bachelor stuff, like, actually in the wild where mm-hmm. it doesn't seem weird or like mm-hmm. manufactured or what mm-hmm. it, like it truly was just like a thing where I like oh mm-hmm. I participated in like a cultural thing that just happened to be connected <laughs> yeah <laughs> so weird though I love yeah yeah Christian seems to be doing well uh you know checking in on Demi sometimes nah. she's having she's having the time <laughs> yeah I think I think Demi's Still, like, figuring herself out. And yeah. That's, that's fine. fine. She's young and she can. Um, yeah, that's... Yeah, the rest of the drama has been really boring. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, predictable, rather, and just, like... Um, or sad, because there's, like, rumors about, like, Nate potentially having cheated on Michelle. But, like, it's been, like, debunked, but there's still just a lot of weirdness around it. And then there's just this ongoing fight with Nick Fayol and Blake Horseman that just won't stop. And it's just, like, watching two clowns just, like, have it at each other is just truly something to behold. But, like, yet everyone's team Blake. And so, like, I'm good. I'm here for it. But it's also just, like, these two men just... Okay, wait. So I know that I, I was supposed to give you my password mm-hmm. for Paramount Plus so that you could watch Blake's show and I haven't done that yet and that's me being a bad friend and I will own this right now and I will send the damn password to you <laughs> after this show. I feel like I've come around. Like yeah. I've entered a, a new like yes. Blake Hortzman era for yes. me. Yes. Where I think he's um he's entered like sweet dumbass territory mm-hmm, for me mm-hmm. where I'm just like I I understand and I wish that like I was just I just like well, I want to give you advice I guess is like <laughs> what I I like where I like land on him so like sweet dumbass even sounds like a little bit too harsh but Nick Fayol is someone where if like if I feel like if I ever gave him advice um I like I don't even I don't even know how that would go over. It, it wouldn't go over well, like, obviously. But, like, and I think he's, like, PC enough to, like, not call me a cunt, like, to my face. <laughs> but I think, like, with 
Blake, just based on what I've seen on this show, he is kind of like, he's just kind of like a sweetie that I like, you don't know any better, you know, like, yeah, he's just trying. That's kind of what I loved about him on Becca season. And then it was all such a mess afterwards. But yeah, I've come to really see him as somebody who's just trying and just is kind of doesn't know really what to do. And that's fair, because who who teaches men to do good shit anymore, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. you really have to unlearn a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah, absolutely, Nick would not take any advice, and he would probably call you a cunt um, as soon as the recording was over. Uh, <laughs> and then probably, like, fire a producer if they disagreed with him. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I, like, I don't know what it is about that guy. I, like, I keep coming back. I don't think about him often, but when I think about him, there's Lucky. ill will there. <laughs> I mean, you got to stop. <laughs> That's on you at this point. <laughs> um, Rude. But yeah, I mean, like, what else has been happening in, like, Bachelor World? I'm trying to think. Mm, that's kind of it. We're just getting ready for the new season. And, you know, people have been... There's been, like, you know, TikToks coming out a little bit here and there. That's become a new popular trend of, like, women being like, oh, I went on a date with this guy. and Or he was rude to me on a dating app or mm. various different things like that. Um, and then I think there's just a lot of spoilers going around for Paradise and everything. And I'm just trying to keep my head in the sand, you know. I heard that you blocked... Um reality steve how's that going for you it's been great i'll tell you what just to not even see it you know accidentally did you block because of like disagreements or because of like spoilers or both both i just really don't like his attitude i don't like his attitude yeah he's he's a a stinker he's a little stinker and he's like going off right now basically trying to like um uh vaguely say that nate the new nate the nate on Gabby and Rachel season is kind of like a bad guy, but he's not going to tell us why because he learned his lesson with the Jenna of it all when he, you know, like said that she was a sex worker and he got like, you know, in trouble for all of that. So now he's like not going to tell people what the things are that he hears, but it's like, you don't, then you don't go on and say that, you know, (laughs) I, what a fucking, he's such a fucking turd. I don't understand why people give him. And Nick platforms. He is not here for the right reasons. Have you seen? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Have you seen Z-Way's show on mm, Showtime? Parts of it, yeah, parts of it. There's like a segment where she invites um, anonymously. Anonymously, obviously, she invites Dumois on, and she's like, "Do you feel like?" You just de- like, why do you feel like you deserve privacy, but nobody else does? And they like say this kind of shit. And it's, it just reminds me of like reality, Steve, where he can say like whatever the fuck he wants and like whether he's wrong or not. It's mm-hmm. like, there's no like real consequences for him. And yeah. it's just like, why have we like accepted this as like, it kind of makes me wonder like when you're like watching The Bachelor, like why. What are our reasons for doing it? And is it, like, is it, like, community? Or is it, like, a talking shit thing? Or is it to, like, watch a love story? Because, like, I think, like, part of it, like, part of the reason, like, we're all 
so unhappy with the franchise is because there's not like a clear reason why any of us are like watching this anymore you know yeah I was gonna say I guess all three for me but at the same time like yeah the the fact that there isn't just a clear answer for the whole community as a whole for sure Mm -hmm. yeah where maybe other franchises have that like would you think like housewives everyone's watching it just to like talk shit yeah Right, okay, yes. so everyone's, like, more or less happy because or, they're just there to talk shit. Or, like, Survivor is, like, kind of easy, too, because it's, there is less of that whole, like, gossip mm-hmm. kind of, like, mm-hmm. portion behind it where it's, mm-hmm. like, I, like, I keep up with, like, some Survivors that I've liked, but, mm-hmm. you know, like, I'm not, I don't follow Survivor mm-hmm. people, like, after mm-hmm. I watch the show, really, unless mm-hmm. they're, you know, mm-hmm. amazing. Um, I don't know. It's just, like, an interesting show because I think people watch it for, like, very, very different reasons. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely always think that the Bachelor fandom is very – is one of the most fascinating fandoms, though, for that reason. Because it is so, like w- – so many people are invested in it because there is, like, this facade or reality of, like, a love element and a relationship element. So there is this inherent gossip built into it. Because, yeah. you know, I don't deserve to know what happened between Nate and Michelle, but at the same time, you know, they fell in love on TV and we watched it and, like, we want to know what happens in their life. So it's just this weird, you know, yeah, place I think we find too, ourselves like, in. When you think about your, like, own life with your, like, friends and stuff, like, as much as, like, we've said this on the podcast before, like, gossip is delightful. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a great thing but it is like delightful to partake in so like I wonder if it's just like because there's like a romantic element to it like people feel just like a lot more entitled and like enraptured and like Mm -hmm. figuring out like what's going on with people um but we are about ooh 20 minutes into this (laughs) and we we have a whole episode to cover yeah so I think again just this episode is titled The Way Gabby Says Meatball for a reason, because that's the best part of the whole episode. <laughs> but I'm just going to start off um, by saying, like, I think my favorite thing about the whole fucking episode is just, like, the way the show works. You have to send people home because they don't have enough beds for people <laughs> in this, like, mansion. Like, they don't do, like, the bunk bed scenario that they do in Big Brother. You know, like, there's no, like, shitty bed scenario. Like, they're just, like, figure it out. Like, if if the girls can't talk to you and you all have to stay, then you all have to fucking figure it out. Um, so, like, there's this, like, gauche-ass house that, like, honestly is very gross to me. <laughs> so gross. Um and, like, the, the 28 mediocres have nowhere to stay, basically. Like, they have to figure it out. Um, naturally, um, like, the day that they're supposed to have the first, um, like, group date, it's raining. So, you know, like, generally speaking, I think we've been doing this long enough to know, like, the first, like, few weeks mm-hmm. are, like, everything is very, like, hypersexualized as much as you can be for ABC, where it's just like show your PP kind of. Um and like or like I'm gonna like it's just like in what ways can we show a black box on yeah. TV yeah. for some reason? Which way um, can we blur out the words that they're saying, make making them read erotica written by Chris Harrison. Right, exactly. So 
Like, basically, it, they made, you know, Rachel and uh, Gabby do this thing where they're like, oh, no, it's raining. We were going to have, like, a pool party. What can we do to see their pee-pee? Um, it, we're going to do a pageant, I guess. <laughs> um so, like, I was just, like, there's nothing, like, realizing that production picked a room full of men that are potentially your future husband only to realize day one that they're, like, number one, like, how big their dick is. And, like, number two, they're also not talented. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, basically they get, like, a 30-minute warning. They get these, you know, hilarious costumes, which are honestly, I don't want to be that person, but they're just, like, homophobic, <laughs> right? <laughs> Um, and then, like, all they do to prepare for their, like, talent portion, like, for the most part, they're just, like, going to their little bunk beds and, like, doing push-ups, pull-ups, like, do, like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, I, you, like, you gotta get the vascularity out back. I, like, they, I don't know, like, veins are not the most impressive thing to, I, maybe they should be because, like, my, my circulation is so poor in my feet and I still can't walk. So, like, maybe I should be really impressed by people that can, like, you know, they can really get blood pumping, like, through their veins or whatever. But I'm just like, what, what do y'all, I, I don't know. Ugh, goodness. I, so, yeah, some of the men decide to enhance with a little sock stuffing. Mm-hmm. Sock puppets. <laughs> and then, of course, something they choose to like clog their pores, I suppose, with just yeah. oil. <laughs> yeah, it's like food oil. It's not even like, um, like, what do you even, what is it called? Like, what do you even do when you're supposed, like, it was food oil, basically, is what I'm saying. Like, if you cook with it, that's what they were using. And I'm just like, you guys, your skin. I I apologize for everyone in the next, like, two weeks. Uh, yeah. So this ends up being also kind of like a competition date, basically. I guess whoever shows the right amount of PP um, gets some extra time with the ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, in turn, you know, to dig deeper and find out who these men really are, they ask them questions like... How would your exes describe you? Which I kind of love that question. It's definitely an interesting mm-hmm. way to find out about somebody. Um, how would um, your exes describe you? Oh, um, flighty. Flighty. That's a good answer. <laughs> I think mine is just, uh, she, she's a cunt. And, that, and that's okay. And that's okay. I, I think they're not wrong. <laughs> poor, that poor guy. He was totally fine. He's just gonna get roasted forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, good times. Um, oh. Hufflepuff <clears throat> and Gryffindor, and and here, the I don't know what happened to this show. Like, why are why are why are, is like Harry Potter stuff being brought up so much? Like, why is this becoming like such a personality trait right now when that was like a thing? Like, 10 years ago, and now we all know she's a turf. Like, it's just making me, like, feel itchy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Mm. And, like, they're only offering, like, the two, like, softest classes of people. It's just, like, are you brave or are you, like, chubby? You know? Like, that's basically what they're asking. And I'm just, like, chubby? I, like, I don't know. 
Do you know do you know what I'm saying? No, exactly. They're not even being spicy about it at all. No. Like oh like, at least put Gryffindor and Slytherin together if you're gonna mention the turf. Come on. Oh, Jesus. Um, and then so we get some talents, I suppose. Uh our our nightmare fuel Logan, he does the worm. <laughs> Um, although I did appreciate how well he did the worm. Um, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, Mario and Jason juggle. Um, Avon spins a basketball on his fingers. Great. Good job. Good work, buddy. Um, <laughs> Ethan performs the whipped cream challenge. I actually don't even remember that. I, I wrote it down and I don't remember that either. Um, it could be wrong. Yeah. Justin shows off his nunchuck skills. And then meatball. 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 <laughs> We're, I, I think we're just like dying the more we say it. Actually, <laughs> he he comes out and he decides to show us what he's really made of, which is the man who can handle being just doused in uh, canned tomato sauce. Listen, I need to talk to you for like at least twenty minutes about the meme that you made. That is <laughs> not okay. Yeah, yeah. Did you delete it, or is it still there? It's still there. Um, okay, that's yeah. all I need to say. Just, like, you'll find it if you look. Um, the date today is 7-23, so if you just look throughout the past week, you'll, you'll figure it out, <laughs> and you'll understand why Jenna and I haven't spoken for a while. I really did kind of, like, I realized that you hadn't liked it for a while, and I was like, uh, maybe I uh, went what? a little too far. <laughs> no, I mean... <laughs> The God's honest truth is, like, I just don't go on Instagram anymore. But um, I also did see that and was like, this is the reason I'm not going on Instagram this week. I cannot. I cannot have her see, like, seeing me liking other things and not liking this one. (laughs) That's all all unhinged. I literally checked the likes on that one for a lot of people. I was like, okay, do my friends still like me? And the answer is no. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he dumps all this stuff on him, and, and they're just like, okay, sir. Um, Rachel has, like, she's like, I'm Italian, and uh, normally I would love um, sauce lube, but I don't do canned. <laughs> and I loved that for her. That was super fucking funny. And it's also, like, again, at the end of the episode, who is keeping meatball around? Gabby. <laughs> So the Italian was like, no. Um, next we get Jacob, the loser. I really hate this man. Um, he comes up and he spreads. Why do you hate him? I thought, it, I mean, like, I thought it was funny, but like, I also like, don't think I would like him as a person. He's, he's been fat phobic publicly, like on his, on his Ew. Instagram and stuff and talk shit about our campaign. So that's why, Ew. I, don't like that's why I don't like him. What did he say? Like, about the campaign. Well, also, in general, he was getting roasted because night one, he, like, said a list of women, what his woman has to have. And one of the qualities was that she needs to take care of herself physically. And it was We just, all know what that means. Yeah, exactly. So he was getting properly roasted across the internet for that. And then we launched our thing. And then he, sh- one of the, we got written up, you know, by a lot of really great, um, like, publications and press, yeah. which is amazing. And one of them used a photo of him shirtless as, like, the image for the, the, the article yeah. being, like, the Bachelor Nation fans are demanding body diversity, and it's a picture of him. 
Um, and so he shared a screenshot of that and he was like, yeah, so we should just tell a bunch of people they should stop eating healthy and clean. And it was just like really weird. And oh my God. Yeah. Cause it was like, Shut no, you're missing, up. you're missing the entire thing. No one's talking about what you do or any of that. It's not in also you're now assuming that fat people are not healthy and not eating clean. Like all of it's bad. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Thor Love and Thunder. Okay, I ate, like, seven cans of Pringles this week, and I weigh, like, 100 pounds. Like, shut the fuck up. You're so annoying. Men are so annoying. Not all men, but, like, God. (laughs) Andrew's the only one. He's the only... He's done some annoying things, too. (laughs) I love him, though. So, then we move on to Chris, who's our early villain. Um... I didn't really see that coming, but let's do it. Um, or I guess I could probably did because he's a mentality coach, which just, I mean. What the fuck is that? No. Um, I feel like when, so like one of his like early things was like, I'd, I like want to talk to these women about the things that I'm the most passionate about. And it was like, oh, what did he say? It was like sports, mm-hmm. music, and leadership and I'm just like <laughs> leadership uh, but like that has to be like code word for just like being controlling or like weird or something else because like I mean like my like day job is like I is like leadership focused like mm-hmm. that's an annoying like buzzword but that's basically what my job is and I'm just like if someone told me they were passionate about I'm just like, you want to be in control of a situation, which is like funny because that's like something everybody picked up on, mm-hmm. like throughout mm-hmm. the whole episode. Mm-hmm. And so also, true. he has like no idea. Like, I, I don't ever want like people to feel like, I, I don't want to ever like make the case for like people to feel like not confident Mm -hmm. about themselves Mm -hmm. or like make people feel bad about their skill sets or whatever. Mm -hmm. But he's like, he, like, if you guys recall, he did that thing where he was like, okay, so like when I push the basketball down, Mm -hmm. you like stomp or clap or Mm -hmm. whatever. And I'm just like, and then he started singing and he was like, I made up a song on the spot and it was amazing. And I was like, listen, Kanye West, <laughs> you cannot, like, that wasn't good, and, it, like, it, I mean, like, if he would have been, like, if he would have had a sense of humor about it, I feel like it would have been totally fine, but mm-hmm. it, he was, like, no, I fucking, like, slayed that shit, and I was just, like, I don't know what to do with this, like, information whatsoever, it's, like, <laughs> It was just, like, wild, and I feel like I should have known what was going to happen, like, in the episode, and I was, like, but, like, again, I I fell asleep during the first time that I watched this, and the rest of it was just, I don't know, I feel like he's just, he just gave us, like, a taste of, like, actually, Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of a little bit overconfident, and I'm a dick, and I overshare things. Um, My favorite part about the whole thing was Gabby's face. <laughs> like, as he was doing his... Th- it was just very... Um, one thing I, I, I really appreciate about Gabby is that, like, you can... She can't hide, like, Mm-mm. how she's feeling Mm-mm. at all. Like, it's very clear how she feels. 
based on her facial expressions, and it was very, like, um, teeth clenched smile. Um, like, lips are open. Like, it's a smile, but just, like, ugh. Mm. <laughs> you know, like, she felt bad for him and, like, was super not into him, you know, like, at all. Like, you could tell pretty, pretty early. Um, but, like, because of his, you know, excellent performance, he thinks he's a shoe in for the first group date um, and is <laughs> greatly disappointed because he's a crybaby and an idiot. <laughs> so um, he basically, like, hides his disappointment um, by insulting the men who like, won the opportunity or mm. who got the opportunity mm. to go on the date. And he said, there are some people, including myself, who they don't need a test with right now <laughs> um, because they already know how they feel. But for those of you who are going, that's awesome for you guys. And I'm just like, you <laughs> are such a piece of shit. Like, just dumb. Really? <sighs> oh, my God. Um... Then they we go on a an actual group date. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Lord, this show. You, that's why you got to get rid of half the people of night one. You can't do this, people. We can't. Should. We cannot. Um. So Avon, Logan, Brendan, Jason, Johnny, and Colin head out for their the first real group date of the season, I suppose. Because um, again, we have no idea what this is going to look like why with this were- season. Why were there so few? I like, know. there were still 28 guys there. Like, why did they only take six people? That's so, so fucking dumb. So um, and, of course, it starts off very uncomfortable because there is, you know, uh, two women there and these men and, oh, my God. Um, and Rachel, yeah, Like, go Rachel starts off, yeah. like, the conversation uh, by pulling Jason, um, who immediately, like, shuts her down like I I don't I don't think it was like when I say like he shuts her down like he listened to like what she had to say like they were having a conversation Mm -hmm. he just he kind of gently was just like hey I'm actually like super interested in Gabby like I don't I just like don't want to lead you on Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which I thought was like kind yeah certainly very much Um, yeah Mm -hmm. but I think it started what is going to be a season-long spiral for either Rachel or Gabby, mm-hmm. where um, people, like, early on or later on are going to pick sides, and it's just confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, Jenna, I don't think you or I have watched how it worked in The Bachelor of New Zealand. Mm-hmm. I wonder how they did yeah. dealt with all of that. And I wish like there was like an easier way to watch it. Mm-hmm. But like you can't even like buy that shit on Amazon or anything. No, it's so weird. I'm just like Yeah. Um, I guess send us a DM though if you do know how it how it differs, because I want to know for sure. Because yeah, it's just gonna this is gonna be the spiral for a while and yeah, you know, and then Rachel gets up and goes, okay, fine, I'm going to go look for another man that I had, I'm interested in. And then she goes and sees that that man, Johnny, is kissing Gabby. So now she's like, well, okay, I don't really want to do, I don't know what to do. She's like, um, I'm a little unsure of where I stand tonight. And it's like, it's the first night. Oh, my God. And then she's just, like, having, like, these, like, conversations with people where they're yeah. talking about, like, oh, like, my favorite Harry po- Again, why is Harry Potter being brought up again? <laughs> like, this is 
Chris Harrison is involved in this somehow. He like I feel like Chris Harrison is a turf. This is not proven. This is <laughs> Lauren Zima loves Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> unironically, in 2020, she started watching. So yes, I be- I think you're onto something. Your Danon is so yeah. We're good. Ew. Um, that's sick to me. Um, but like she was basically saying, like, um, I feel like these guys are having just like friendly like conversations with me and it makes it's making her feel insecure Mm -hmm. because she doesn't know like where people are landing with gabby but she's had enough conversations with people where they're like i'm not into you i'm into gabby Mm -hmm. and like yeah of course you're gonna have that because there's six fucking people on this date right why are there only six people on this date yeah there should be half of the people on this date you know like and so like she's basically like someone's gonna have to step up their game there's this whole scene where like um, like Gabby's making out with Johnny. Gabby's tits, by the way, mm-hmm. they're rivaling Tasha's tits. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a close second at least. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they're very good. And then like um, Rachel is just in the background, like it, like I don't. What is a song we could put in here? It's sort of like um, just sad. Um, minor key, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, she's like watching like Gabby make out with this guy. I don't even know what that's from. If anybody knows, like, let me know. Yep. I can't remember what it's from. Um, but after this, cue my pick for me, Logan, who I, like, my script is going to turn here, and I don't want anyone to just, like, talk shit in this moment when they hear me saying it. Because, yes, Logan was my person in the episode that we did two weeks ago. Yes, I appreciate their interaction here. No, do I not appreciate Logan in the next ten minutes, and I don't know what my response is, I feel it's a gray area. Yeah. So Fair. I'm saying all of this Fair. in advance because I know how podcasts work. So, <laughs> um, so hello, Logan. He says, one thing I've noticed about you to Rachel, um, you're very brave. And he says it in like a, mm, like, like, hurrying like low voice like i'm recovering from covid way because i mean that's also how i'm saying it (laughs) um for you to like jump back into this process that's like incredibly brave i think we have a nice connection as well they both had connections with him on night one Mm -hmm. and he said he was deciding who he liked better i don't think that's a bad thing i still don't think that's a bad thing Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm But, like, the way he's, like, talking to both of them makes me feel a little itchy because I feel like if I were in that situation, I would be like, I want to get to know you both. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of, like, being, like, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I really like you. And then, like, I feel like all these people are forgetting that they live in the same fucking house. And they are, like, literally best fucking friends. And they both got fucked over by the same guy. And they're not going to do it again. So it's just, like, 
what are you guys doing? You guys are like dumb as shit. So my thing is like he uses similar language with both women. Mm-hmm. Um, he kisses both of them in the same night. Again, like as a slut, like I don't think that's a problem. No. Sorry. But it's just like the the language that he uses when talking to them. He's like, I'm hyper-focused on you or hyper-focused on you. And, like, it's it's just an icky mm-hmm. scenario. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how do you feel about Logan? I, I agree. I think that it's, it's, like, it's the potential for it to be, like, kind of a game to him. And that he is just trying to schmooze them both and not be really authentic in it. But part of me thinks he's just, like dull and doesn't have a personality mm-hmm. and this is how he talks to women you know so he, he might just be like thinking that he is getting to know these women individually but that is yeah. how he just like flirts um and i'm just like mm, no <laughs> but he is he's putting it on real thick he's putting it on really thick with both of them really early and it's like it is troublesome because you can't. I don't. I think it's a fine to get to know both of them and to not know which one of them you want to pursue. That's okay, but you're, yeah, you're like literally doing the same lines, you know? Right. <laughs> and and yeah, and then kissing both of them is fine as well. But you know, I mean, I, that's what's just so fascinating about this season. It's gonna be such a mess because I don't know how any of this is gonna work well. And we'll get to the one-on-one date with Rachel because I have so many thoughts as well about what happened there and how it is going to play mm-hmm. into the grand scheme of the show or the season. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you were saying it's kind of like, don't they know that these women live together and aren't going to talk to each other? <laughs> so, like, something weird about I think, too, like, one thing I'm, like, worried about is that like, Gabby's kind of being set up as, like, I'm, like, the strong one. Mm-hmm. And Rachel's, like, I'm a little bit more insecure. Because mm-hmm. um, that's kind of, like, how it happened last season, too. Mm-hmm. And that, that might be true and it might not be true. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think, like, how, you know, like, when... um Sorry, excuse me. When Rachel was talking to Gabby later in the night mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, I kiss Logan. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Gabby was also like, well, I kiss Logan, too. Like, she kind of kept that to herself because Rachel was, you know, like, really excited about it yeah. and Rachel had had a tough week. Yeah. And so it's like, I wonder how this season is going to go for both of them because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I, I just... It, it's just like one of the. I, do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Well, 100%. Like, it's very. It's it's. They're gonna because they're both really nice women who seem to care about each other. You know, so you're just like gonna. This mm-hmm. this is gonna inevitably happen, and I and I know that that we've getting we've gotten previews of um, Gabby being the one that a lot of the men are like liking, but I do think there's gonna be a lot of men who like Rachel. Yeah, and I bet it'll be the other way too, and I just think it's gonna be strange, and then. Yeah, and then which one is what guys are really doing this? And the fact that you put the, these men, Johnny and Logan's faces next to each other, is freaking me out. <laughs> they look like twins. <laughs> like no, seriously, it's Paul like, Logan type motherfuckers. Rachel offers to like 
back off from Logan if Gabby's super into him. But Gabby basically says, no. Mm-hmm. And Gabby's like, it's truly not worth stepping on Rachel's toes in this scenario. Which, like, obviously means, like, she was like, I think he's cute. I don't care that much. Yeah. Which is fine. But, like, so Rachel's date, Rose, uh, date card, Rose, goes to Logan. And then Gabby gives her Rose to Johnny. Who, like, when you compare them side by side, they're only literally 2% genetically different. (laughs) They're, like, the same fucking person. Like, their eyebrows are just further apart. Like, literally. (laughs) Their teeth are a little different and their eyebrows are further apart. You know, like, Mm -hmm. everything else is the fucking same. Oh, my God. So... It's all fine, but yeah. it's just, like, <laughs> like when it gets down to, like, the nitty-gritty stuff, I, like, I think this is going to be, like, the easiest portion. Yeah. And then, <laughs> like, when cool. they have to go through the middle part, I'm going to be like, hey, Jenna, I can't actually podcast this week because I don't want to, like, evaluate any people's thoughts <laughs> mentally during this well. time. <laughs> I'm unwell. I mean, I'm always mentally unwell, but, like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> So we finally get into our first one-on-one of the season, and it goes to Rachel giving the, I guess she picks um, Jordan V, a drag racer. Yeah. You know, terrible drag race name, but (laughs) thank you, poser. Thank you for your time here. Um, Yeah, and this guy, he... He really looks like Pilot Pete, doesn't he? Like, he... (laughs) He looks like Pilot Pete, but with, like, good bone structure, you know? Like, yes, that is what Pete was missing. Mm-hmm. And that's why we called him Pilot Feet. Mm-hmm. Um, so they ride in a convertible, um, and where apparently Rachel, the driver, is not allowed, you know, given or allowed Give to... Give her a hair tie. Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, and then, like, the... I don't know what these first dates are all about, actually, because, like, this one, they, like, go right in a convertible, and then it's, like, they go to Vanessa Grimaldi's worst experience of her life, and then they, like, you, you know, like, they, they just do, like, seven dates in one day, and I'm like, no wonder you guys didn't learn anything about each other, like, you guys <laughs> did seven dates in one day, but, yeah. So they go to the Vomit Comet, which is, like, a thing that uh, Nick Vial and Vanessa Grimaldi did. And they decided they wanted to marry each other from that point. Mm -hmm. Um, It didn't work this time, did it? Hmm. Hmm. I wonder why. It didn't work last time either, actually. (laughs) To be fair. Think about it. Um, Back at Hell Mansion, Chris continues to be a little weird and... Suck shit. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, like, just talking, and he's like, I'm honestly all open to both of them. Okay, great. Um, and I'm planning to be here all the way. Oh, all right. I'm confident. Um, and then he goes on to say, though, but I do have a deal breaker. Um, and it is verbatim. He says, if we get down to the final four, which I plan to be in, and if we go into the fantasy suites and we have a sexual experience... And then the person who I am most interested in decides that she is going to have sex with multiple people. That would be a situation where I'd go, I'm out. Okay. So we need to talk about this again. Mm -hmm. 
Every, Yet again. Every season. Every single season we have it. So <sighs> I'm trying to like figure out how I want to talk about this because I'm like so sick of it at this point where I'm just like, stop applying for the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stop. Stop. But like we've had it w- with what? Like Maddie. Mm-hmm. Luke P. Luke P. Um, there's like at least two others that I have like in my brain right now, but mm-hmm. I'm like I'm like struggling to think of them. Here's the thing. This is fine. You need to tell people immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You need to tell people immediately, and like the reason you're not doing it is because you don't want to get sent home. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're being manipulative and weird and you're, like, ruining everyone's experience with this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And also just, like, I mean, like, we'll get into this later, I'm sure. But, like, that also is, like, it's, like, both weird and not weird to be thinking. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's weird to be thinking about it. Yeah. I think it's weird to be saying it to yes. other people. 100%. No. I think it's because everyone has their own boundaries, right? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he should absolutely be thinking about it, but he should not be saying it. And he shouldn't be saying it the way he is. Because mm-hmm. he is also putting it very much on, like, he's already made this choice and the other person has no opportunity, like, no chance to win, you know? And mm-hmm. he is – and he, and in the past, there's been some – who are not making it slut shamey, but he has that energy a little bit, and that's unfortunate. Um, yeah, because he's just like, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that because I, no man would ever want that. And all the other men are like, uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> so, and everyone's like, why are we even talking about fantasy suites at one point? At this point, Spencer. Um, another man says and he's like i think it's a little presumptuous disrespectful to gabby and rachel um zach calls it a jerky move and everyone's like just like focus on the present my guy not Mm -hmm. fantasy suites um and then they like the the conversation continues and he uses you know females Mm -hmm. you know i feel like it's just red flag territory Whenever people use the word female, like, I don't know. It just makes me feel a little bit, like, queasy. Yeah. Um, let's see. Like, and um, other Jordan, not the one that's <laughs> on the about to be, you know, failed suite, um, wants to know, Chris will inform them if that's, like, yeah. a boundary yeah. for him. Mm-hmm. And he basically just, like, long story short, says, nah. You know, like, um, and then uh, Nate, mm-hmm. who later goes on a, a date with Gabby, is just like, you're a fucking idiot, <laughs> and here's why. Mm-hmm. And he's basically like, anytime you have a premeditated thought or you won't do this unless that, that's a form of control and that's mm-hmm. manipulative. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, husband. Yes, thank you, Nate. <laughs> thank you. Um, he's like, this could be our queen. This could be the mother of our children. You cannot have preconditions to love. It's just a form of control that a lot of men don't realize that they do that damages good women. It's said so perfectly and simply. Like, he really hits it, like, perfectly. Any Mm -hmm. kind of premeditated thought that you won't do something because of this is manipulative. You're allowed to have boundaries. 
but it needs to be conversations and it needs to not just be like something you've thought about where you're like, this is, I will not do this if somebody does that. It's like, what are you doing? It's so, mm-hmm. it's so manipulative. So thank you, Nate, our future husband. We love you. You have thank wonderful you. teeth. Um, I agree. Yeah. So we head back to uh, another disaster, um, the same one from before. Um, <laughs> Rachel and Jordan V got off their vomit comment and they go to have dinner because who wouldn't want to eat after that? Um <laughs> And it seems to be going kind of well for them. He relieves, uh, uh, reveals his trauma, TM, and it's just that basically he's a child of divorce. Boring! (laughs) You're such a bitch. (laughs) Next! (laughs) Like, ultimately, like, their date seems to be going pretty well. Like, I I didn't see any, like, red flags until Rachel was like, hey, can I, like, leave the table? (laughs) And then she, like, left to go talk with the producer, and she was like, I can't even, like, tell you what's wrong, but I hated it. And, um, she, like, she's very kind about it, like, obviously, but he's, like, she says, like, Jordan, he's so perfect, he's exactly what I asked for, and he's here for me, she says, but the more the day is progressing, the more I just know there is something missing. So... Like, she's like, I want to like him, but I know it's not him. And this, like, brought me to, like, a point where I was, like, I know there's been, like, a couple times in the show, like, either before or after this, um, where I saw some, like, insecurity issues pop up for Rachel. Mm -hmm. And I had, like, wondered if it's, you know, part of the reason she doesn't like him is because he does like her. And... Like, wow! I feel attacked. Uh, sorry. No, it's good. Um, no, I feel like at one point there's, you know, there's one point where Rachel's like, I don't even know like why I'm the Bachelorette. Like, I don't want to be the Bachelorette. I just want to be myself. Mm-hmm. And like, she's been rejected like once or twice this week already, and so she's already like feeling mm-hmm. away about mm-hmm. everything. Uh, obviously, I'm getting very emotional. I'm, I'm just kidding. Are you okay? I, yeah. Let's yeah, take a moment. Voice, my voice just really sucks. Um, if we take a moment, it's just going to be me, like, hacking into, like, a sock or something. So, I'm <laughs> good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, she's, like, obviously feeling, like, kind of insecure. And, I like, I know there have been points in my life where I've uh, dated people where... I wasn't into them because they were way more into me than I was into them. And mm-hmm. I was just like, th- there's like a point where it's like, I don't deserve mm-hmm. or I'm not, not interested. And I don't, I don't want to take away any, you know, autonomy from her mm-hmm. for like making a choice. Like maybe he is boring and sucks yeah. at, or, and looks like or whatever. Yeah. And he looks like Peter, but with cheekbones and, you know, like there's like all these things that could be the, the case, but mm-hmm. It could also just be, like, Gappy is, like, really funny and outgoing. Mm-hmm. And, like, I... Okay, like, I need to talk about this right now, actually. Mm-hmm. This is the worst Bachelorette experience ever. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. We, we've talked about that before with, like, uh, Claire and Tasha. And Tasha didn't get a good experience because she got this, like, shortened end. And it was messy. And it was weird. And she... Men for Claire and what have you, right? 
Um, and yeah, it's like, imagine having to split the men. It's already a hard enough experience to like try to navigate all of this. And then you have to do all of this weird, like juggling of it all and thinking about another person. Yeah. And you're right. And being compared, whether either being compared by the men or comparing them yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's, there's no like good way to go about like doing this entire process. Like even if you're, like, really good friend, like, if you and I were to do this experience, you and I would compare each other, too. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, there is, like, no good way to do it, like, whether you're, like, good friends or not. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. they got fucked. Mm-hmm. And, like, here's the thing. There's lots of fucked up stuff about The Bachelor. Like, lots. We know this already. But, like... They never do this in the men's seasons. They never, like, fuck around with the formula in the men's season. So They true. always do it in the women's seasons. Wow. And, like, I mean, like, imagine two men trying to date, like, 30 <gasps> women. Like, oh. I oh. I would have an aneurysm. Yeah. I wouldn't watch it. Like, I couldn't do it. I wow. get why they're not doing it. But, like, the jealousy thing uh-huh. there. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's different. Pri- yeah, it's prime for this. Yeah, because, I mean, we all should be kind of just living in our truth and not letting other women, you know, whatever. But, yeah, the the fact is, is that there is, it's just a prime ground for building this kind of issue, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oof, goodness gracious. But, but I'm, I'm still just, like, I'm, like, firm. I'm, I'm team both of them, mm-hmm, but I'm also just, like, Gabby is doing a lot of work. Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. keep Rachel comfortable, mm-hmm. in my opinion, mm-hmm. and it's just like weird. But heading back into what we were talking about before, something's off for Rachel. Rachel's like, no, and like I think for the first time in like Bachelor history, the first person to go on a one-on-one date yeah. gets sent home. Yeah, on the first one. Yeah. It was wild. wild. I was truly like, holy shit. <laughs> like, and I wasn't expecting it either. Like, no, I mean, like, yeah. it did, the date wasn't bad. It yeah. just, she was like, that's not my guy. And then here's the thing we were talking about earlier a little bit. What about Gabby? What if Gabby likes Jordan? Right. What yeah. if Gabby likes Jordan? Rachel's just like, oh, he's not the one for me. Bye. And like, What? I think, like... And that's not even really wrong, but it also is. Right. I think being generous with it, like... I think... Okay. here, here, Here's how my brain is working with this. So... Rachel wanted to go on a one-on-one date with this person. Mm-hmm. Gabby was like, I don't give a shit about this person. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. And then... Yes. Yeah. Like... It, like, if it was at, like, if this person was at the top of, you know, Rachel's list, mm-hmm. yeah, she could send them home. But, that like, that's still just, like, a question and everybody said. I feel like ABC is doing this so that we can all shut the fuck up or, like, just, Stop like, asking be... them to demand fat people be in their cast because oh. they're, like, you're too tired from <laughs> playing mental no. gymnastics. <laughs> we we can't do fat people anymore because we can't even handle two people, you know? <laughs> How can you even ask us to do this? 
Um, I love it. Uh, yeah. So that's crazy. And I just, but I, I, I do think you're probably right. And I was saying, I think that there has to be some kind of way that they are communicating with each other, Rachel and Gabby, that kind of let each other know that like, if, if you don't like the person, like I'm good, <laughs> you know, we're good. Yeah. And then eventually that'll get harder to do. And I'm sure it'll be harder to communicate that with each or, other. Or they'll split it. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, And I also giving slight benefit of the doubt, like maybe the producers at some point are also only going to be like putting them on dates with people they know that are like, you know, want Rachel or Gabby, for example, you know, because mm-hmm. imagine you have a date where the man doesn't really like you. Who wants the other one? When does he tell, you know, when does he tell Gabby he's there for Rachel? That's a whole thing too, you know? So it's, it's, it's wild, but just to make things worse, but also better, we get Gabby's first one-on-one date and she gets it with our, our husband, Nate. Um, but it gets weird. (laughs) It's awkward in the beginning (laughs) because they, all of a sudden they're like, he's like excited and they're like going to go, they walk hand in hand out of the mansion and then they go into the apartment that are, she's sharing with Rachel and they have wine together. And it's so, like, what is happening? Why are you doing mm-hmm. this to Rachel? It felt, like, so weird because, like, it felt like she was just trying to have, like, a moment by herself. Do you know what I mean? Like, did you, like, did you have that same, like, vibe from her yeah. where, like, you saw, like, Rachel just sort of sitting there and just, like, having her thoughts and then, like, just guy comes in and it was it was really like one of those like roommate moments where it's just like you know that you two are having two different experiences Mm -hmm. and it's awkward in two different ways Mm -hmm. and it was um I felt very bad for Rachel in that moment where I was just like okay sister it's time to go to your room (laughs) go go lay down over there let them have their let them have their space, and then, like, one of you is going to buy a nicer dinner later, <laughs> you my, know. My roommate has been dating the mailman for the last year. Have I told this on yes. the podcast? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So or, you told it to me. She's Yeah, so she's dating the mailman, and it's pretty great. We get our mail for free. Good. I recommend it for everybody. Um, Everybody gets their I, fucking mail for I know. free. <laughs> but, um... Uh, yeah, and, like, they're really cute and sweet, but I, yeah, I, I'm always just, like, I haven't dated, you know, in so long, but I'm just, like, mm-hmm. ah, I guess I'm gonna go to my room now. <sighs> do you, here's the question, do you get your mail on time? Yes, we do, very secure, and we. That is so annoying yeah. to me, fuck you bitches. <laughs> fuck all of y'all. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but then they go on their date, um, which was essentially just to go swimming in a fucking hot tub on in a parking lot. On, in cool, hot, beautiful. Uh, yeah, Hollywood Hills. They do the same thing, though. They, like, they, they do, like, a helicopter. You know, they, it's, like, the multifaceted things where I'm just, like, that. what if you had to do that? Isn't no. that exhausting? No. I wouldn't do it. No, could not. No, no. Um... So then at their nighttime portion, um, we get the – Nate just really wants to talk about it. It's not a trauma, which I love. This is great. This is a yes. rare moment that we're not having a trauma dump. Um, he's just like, hey, I want to tell you that I'm a father and I have a lovely daughter that I fucking adore and I'm such a hashtag girl dad. Yeah. 
And it's cute. Mm-hmm. And it's nice. And there's no trauma there yet. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Um, and I, I thought it was cute. Um, and she, basically Gabby's like, I started to think like, am I there yet? Can I be a mother? Is this a life I want? And then she's like, wait, I don't have to make that decision right now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. good for her. Mm-hmm. That's so we cool. have this, we have like, um, I love Gabby. Mm-hmm. I would, I would describe her also as like a little bit of a, a sweet dumbass, and I mean that like fully with mm-hmm. like all you know warmth in my heart because that's how I refer to my partner too. Where it's just like, yeah, you don't really need to think about that right now. You know, there's, like, other options. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love that. And I also loved a moment, anytime we get a moment where the lead, as a woman, says that they're not sure they want to have kids or they're not ready for them or anything. is so refreshing. Yeah. So. It's, um, yeah, it makes me think back to, like, episodes where... Like, Jason from, like, really early Bachelor, mm. like, season mm-hmm. 10 or something. Mm-hmm. It was, like, you can either, like, fuck with my kid or not fuck with my mm-hmm. kid. Mm-hmm. So true. And it was, it was not an option, mm-hmm. you know, really. It mm-hmm. was just, like, everybody accepted it because that was it, yeah. you know? So true. Yeah, you have, yeah. And now it's like, Gabby's like, no, I have my autonomy on it, but I'm not going to worry about it right now. I'm just going to have a good time. And we loved it. And they made out a bunch. Can we talk for a second? Gabby's a bad kisser. I can't talk about that because that's really rude of you to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Fair. Um, I actually didn't really pay attention to that. I feel like I was playing Minecraft the whole time mm-hmm. that I was watching it. Fair. But what do you mean that she's a bad kisser? She goes into the kiss full full head like face to face there's no turn very little turn Mm. so she's going like nose to nose lips to lips and in order to get around noses she has to it's like the lips are really far out and it's like this just kiss that's just like at each other versus like a side to like "Hmm," okay i'm gonna do i'm gonna consider doing audio hell which is we're gonna try to reproduce this together i want you to do what gabby does and i want you to move my head Mm -hmm. in a way that it works and then we're gonna take a screenshot of it (laughs) what do you think yes love it okay so like tell me what to do to do to do right to do gabby's kiss like what she does Yeah. yeah so you need to just like go straight forward just and then, like, kiss. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I don't know if I did it right. <laughs> okay, do one more. Okay, whatever. I think we got it. But oh. does it look right? <laughs> we need to check. I'm gonna be all gross. Oh. Like, she just goes, like, straight on. Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't, like, tilt her head or, like, tilt mm-hmm. anything. It's just, like, well, maybe she's correct. Have you ever considered that? Well, everyone tells me I'm being mean, for sure. Oh, yeah, we did it. Good. <laughs> everyone tells me I'm being mean because, like, that's maybe that's just how people like it. But 
it looks uncomfortable and it looks like it's not a good flow. You want to be able to kind of move back and forth a little bit when you're making out. Now, it's one thing if you just want to do a, you know, like you're kissing your partner at the end of the day or mm. whatever. But these are like passionate makeouts and it's just, she's doing it with all of them. And it looks like she's not, and also it doesn't really lean, it doesn't bode well for like getting close to the person, you know, you're not like, you're like a distance because you're trying to like awkwardly, you know. Anyway. Would you want to get close to any of these men? True. True. We'll figure this out in later weeks. Yeah. No, I need to, I still need more time. Um, what happens next? Um, I'm so nervous about this. Next, we have the rose ceremony. <laughs> I did it. So good. Um, for those listeners who are newer, I have had a hard time pronouncing the word ceremony for probably the last six seasons. Like, it happened one time, and I got roasted, and then I have never been able to pronounce <laughs> it right, like, ever since. It's usually pronounced ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did it right tonight. I don't think it's going to happen ever again. No, we were good because we were um, really intentional about it. Um, so, like, as far as the ceremony goes, Rachel is in, like, full spiral mode thinking nobody likes her, um, which means it's, like, the perfect moment for men to misbehave and make everyone think that nobody likes her. So, um the men and, like, quite frankly, like, all of us are, like, worried about how this whole process is going to work. Like, how do they decide, like, who's going home? Like, what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. Jesse does nothing. Again, like, what is the point of him? Um, and I think, like, it's going to be, like, kind of easier at the beginning. And then it's going to get just, like, kind of complicated, like, as things go on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's driving me nuts currently so i think um i think this is like proving my time tested theory that there are only ever four people that people are remotely interested in Mm -hmm. when they start this process yeah and uh, rachel already got rid of one of hers so like we're you know it's gonna be easier (laughs) (laughs) moving forward yeah so uh, so there's some, like, side-eyeing that happens in this episode, which I thought was, like, really interesting, which, like, again, just leads me to more questions that I have answers for. So, uh, Mario, <laughs> Mario, um, who was Gabby's first impression, Rose, is seen dancing with Rachel, mm. and something about me hates this, and something about me loves this, um... It was like a reminder the world is not black and white, obviously, but the show is displaying this for some reason, and I don't trust it. It's making me feel icky, but also making me feel excited. Um, So, like, this is definitely, like, a production, like, you're going to feel two conflicting feelings, whether you like it or not. Um, Because, like, the chances of them, like, what I wrote down was, like, the chances of of, like, the two of these people wanting to marry the same guy is super fucking stupid. And then I remembered the last show that I saw them on. (laughs) So, like, they both wanted to marry the same fucking person. Um, Uh, I'm going to ignore that for now. But but that is so... That is actually really, like, that... Yeah, it makes you kind of think. That's what it's all about, right? Like, that is, in theory, (laughs) the 
thinking is the thing we do when we watch The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, then Tyler, who I do not recall who this person is, um, and Rachel. Oh, yeah. Okay. I remember now. He plays basketball. Um, we love to see it. Um, they, like, do – but it's, like – it's not basketball. It's, like, kid basketball. It's, mm-hmm. like – when you go to like Quarter World yes, and you play basketball, and he says he owns seasonal basketball games, and I was like, "What the fuck does that mean, you sick capitalist fuck? Like, what the fuck is that?" And it just proves I need to like travel outside of like where I live, but <laughs> and that also that I need to watch Jersey Shore a little bit. And then Andrew was like, "Stop, please, stop, please, for the love of God." And then Rachel goes, I hope Gabby's having as much fun as I am. And it's just, again, with this, like, comparing, like, oh, Rachel, girl. And this is not against her. We This is this happens to all of us. Yeah. You know, at some point in our lives. So, you know, yeah, it's just, oof. Um, I mean, they're both, like, making out, mm-hmm. like, for the whole night, mm-hmm. which is, like, great. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, But, like. Quincy, my boy Quincy, comes in to destroy the evening in a good way, I think. He's, like, still upset about what Chris, um, who we talked about earlier, has said throughout the week. Same. Mm -hmm. Um, Excuse me. He says, I think whoever heard, sorry, I think whoever overheard the conversation and didn't bring it to their attention is basically keeping secrets from their wife, which is also a weird thing to say mm-hmm. like it's also a weird thought like maybe weirder than like thinking of someone you spoke spoken to like twice as your wife you know like it's just do you know what I'm saying like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's I think people thinking about like having sex with other people is potentially like a weird z people thinking about people they've spoken to once or twice as their wife is weirder. Yeah. yeah but yeah. his heart is in a good place. Um. <laughs> he like, he's not wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's right. either, though. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I think everybody's just being weird this season. Mm-hmm. So like Quincy brings Rachel over to sit down with him. Um, Henley and Jordan H uh, are also there. They fill her in on Chris's weird fantasy suites declaration, and she's not super stoked on it. Um, she says, I don't even know why sex is being brought up. The fact that Chris is already discussing ultimatums, you know, it's just extremely upsetting. And she's um, like, especially considering like what I went through last year or last season, you know? Yes. Yes. And so like Rachel is just like, hey, I just want to like talk to Gabby about this really quick. Mm-hmm. She says what happened to Gabby, and Gabby does, ew, (laughs) you know? And that's the only proper response to this information. Um, She calls his attitude controlling and disrespectful, and she's, like, not here for it at all. Um, So, like, in, like, ITMs, Rachel is like, people are talking about fantasy suites. I don't even know why sex is being brought up. Um, and then I think, like, again, like, like we talked about already, like, 
they are both concerned about just like them being sexualized for some reason mm-hmm. because that was brought up already in Clayton's season. Mm-hmm. And, and how like, could it not? Because like essentially he was using them for sex. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to shit on Clayton anymore. I've turned a new leaf. My walk with Christ has helped me, but like <laughs> um <laughs> he you know, essentially was just trying to get his fucking dick wet. Mm-hmm. And because he really wanted Susie, though, you know? So, yeah, I, I, it's very understandable for them to not want to be sexualized, especially this early. You know, yeah. By men they have not talked to. Who sang yeah. weird I, songs to them. Yeah. Oh, my God. This song. I wish I would have recorded it. <sighs> a mistake I made this week. Um. So they, both of them go to, like, collect this man who is just, like, really just oversharing his weird truth. (laughs) Um, Gabby, like, basically just goes hard, Mm -hmm. like, from the start and is like, do you think it's appropriate to be talking about fantasy suites this early? And he is like, I think it's an appropriate thought. Okay. Uh, I'm not taking away anybody else's reaction and that's not something I want to do to a female. And um, that's where we both perish and we end the podcast yeah. because <laughs> you know what? he He's so right. <laughs> he's so right. I'm really and glad somebody said it. He did the kill shot calling us females. Um, so Chris basically says he's like a guy who likes to think things through to the end and he wasn't trying to take anything away from anybody else's journey um, when he told, like, the rest of the guys about this deal breaker. Mm-hmm. And Gabby was like, uh, we've been on this show for fucking four days, you fucking idiot. <laughs> and she was like, your very calculated thoughts about fantasy suites are really inappropriate at this time. Um, if you've seen our journey, you'd respect our place as women. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, yeah, and he didn't take that too kindly. Um, but doesn't matter. They were like, "Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and just send you home." Um, so they start walking him out, and he's like following behind them. And then Gabby does this like girl boss move where she stops. She's like, "You know what? You can lead us. You, I need you to be up front." Like- yes. <laughs> so good. She was like, "I want to make sure you like leave the house," <laughs> and then. Somehow he doesn't leave the house. <laughs> like, he does the thing, though, where he's like, wait, what do I do? Yeah, where do I like, go? what do I do? And they're like, we're already, like, fucking out here, you fucking dumbass. Like, go go to the car. And then, like, she and um, Rachel both are, like, talking. And she's like, what did he mean? Like, where do I go? Like, what a fucking dumbass. And then he, like, just wanders back into the house. Like, where did this happen? I don't even know. Yeah, like, obviously producers allowed him to come back in, but um, he, he comes back in and is, like, brings all the men he knows, uh, he rightly rightly knows, uh, tattled on him, and he's like, hey, what's up? Uh, what did you guys fucking do? It's like, because clearly none of them knew, none of these women, females, uh, <laughs> knew what I was... Females. You know, none of these females knew what I was talking about because they're super dumb and stupid and they don't understand any words unless it's high-pitched uh, sounds. And mm-hmm. 
you know, so what the fuck? And before he can even get into it, though, all of a sudden, stage left, like, Gabby and Rachel come out of nowhere and, like, push a cameraman out of the way. And there's, like, a hundred men behind them. Because, again, she's, they've sent home literally, like, one person. Um, and <laughs> yeah. it's so funny to see this, like, barrage of men behind them. But I kind of loved it. And they're like, mm-hmm. we told you to leave. And you're not. And it's super condescending. And you need to get out. So they he leaves again officially. He looks so embarrassed. Yes. And that was, like, my favorite thing about maybe all of it. Mm-hmm. And then, like... Okay, here's one thing. Nate stands up and he's like, he he, he does his like, let's go thing. Yeah. I didn't like that. No, yeah. I was, like they did enough. Mm-hmm. I I didn't hate it. Yeah. I'm just like I'm not impressed by this behavior yeah. either. Mm-hmm. But hmm. Mm. So mm. this week. Mm. Oh yeah. After the after that man leaves, <laughs> um, they're like, that was so condescending, you know, and it was. Um they like, you know, they're doing, you know, I, I love you so much. And they're like, you handled that beautifully and it, and it they, was lovely. And they make out and they touch each other's hair and Okay, here's the thing. And they, you know I'm not going to allow you to like reduce the queer movement to these people being gay because they're not rude. I'm gonna kick your butt. Okay. We're gonna have like a, a queer fight at the end of it. I love it. It's sexy. So when we <laughs> well we touch each other's hair and then kiss each other and if we touch each other's hair, you're going to have to clean mine because my, my dandruff is out of control. Ooh, sexy. Um, so, rightly so, Jesse comes in for the first time. He, I don't know where he's been. And he says, oh, guess what? Time Fuck to it. collect. Yeah. Guess what? Fuckheads. Because we didn't send anyone home. We're sending half of you fuckers home. Wild. Yeah. I like looked at all these names and I like double checked it 30 times and I was like, oh, yep, half y'all are gone. Boy, boy, boy. Um, so he came to collect his paycheck and the following <coughs> men are safe for the time being <laughs> Jason, Avon, Eric, Zach, Jordan, Quincy, Michael, Tino, Jacob, Tyler, Termaine, Hayden, Meatball. Kirk, Spencer, Alec, Ethan, and Mario. Um, Logan, Nate, and Johnny mm-hmm. had already made it through the week. Mm-hmm. Brandon, Colin, Ryan, Matt, Justin, and John are out. And what was wild to me was week. other than Ryan, who looked like a MAGA um, <laughs> man uh, who's going to yell at me for wearing a mask, just minding my own business. Besides yeah. him, the rest of those men were all, like, some of the hottest men that were actually still there. Okay, Brandon actually hurt my feelings yeah. going home. What? Okay. <laughs> Fine, I guess. Yeah, mm. that was not okay. Yeah, and then one of the other ones, I think it was, like, Matt or Colin or whatever, like, was really cute. He has, like, kind of, like, a beard, like, a short beard, and it was, and he just looked like he was, like, older and probably owned a house. And I was like, I, this, I like this guy. But one of them looked like that. Oh, what is his? He like fucked over like a lot of people with like, <laughs> uh, like Yiannopoulos or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he- I think he went home, and that's okay with me. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, yeah, and then that's happened. So, you know, I think we're going to have different types of rose ceremonies in the future where each individual um, female will get a rose. What if we just start saying that the whole season? I kind of love it. Um, and we'll finally get canceled and we can stop this podcast. Uh, oh, so, my God. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, we'll see them handing out roses to each individual men separately in the future. But also, I think right now they are just kind of combining them. It's very fascinating. We won't know. We won't know. Um, and then we get a preview for the next week, which I don't recall what it was. Just it's continued mess, of course. It's it's literally just, like, the thing we've already predicted yeah. where it's, you know, they're like... <laughs> You hurt my feelings because I'm not into you, yeah. and uh, I got the shortest end of the stick in every single way. Yeah, literally. Um, but we are here for this regardless. Um, I, I, Like you said earlier, you had two feelings at once, and I was like, that's just how I feel. Yeah, I, I know this is going to be painful and sad in many ways, but I'm also very horny for it because there is something about watching people suffer on my television yeah that makes me uh get to completion so love it love it do you want to talk about how roses for everybody is going yes it's going so well y'all we just celebrated the end of the second week being launched um really an amazing response we were so nervous about the reaction from bachelor nation and it was really great. A lot of people came out and are still there and are engaged and signing. We have 7,000 signatures right now, which is really great. Um, and it's climbing. We have some other podcasts in the works. And um, yeah, it's just really good. And surprisingly, like, there was some dumbasses, you know. There's some dumbasses. Oh. But yeah. But they were all just, it's you know, clearly they they were there just to make make a scene, you know, or to... They weren't, they were not here for like that liberation and like the discussion around it. And so we were able to just kind of like move along from those people or block them. We have a pretty lengthy block list already. Just, you know, you're going to tell us to do something? Block. <laughs> Cute. Very fun. Yeah. So thanks to everybody for sticking around for that. And it's been, I mean, Danica, I have been living for literally every time I get to like make a really just like dragging post and then just like tagging Mike Fleiss in it, you know? Oh, we love that. It's so good for my soul. Because <laughs> I know sometimes you're like, Jenna, can you calm down a little bit on some of your like, Rrr! um, now I'm just like focusing that sound over there. No. When have I ever said that? I ignore you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we stay just together kidding. so beautifully. That's how yes. our marriage works. Uh, yeah, thank you so much. Um, ready for next week? No. Okay. Fair. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, happy though to have a couple days off, mm-hmm. sleep a little bit. Mm-hmm. I will see you next week. Yes, next week, y'all, for sure. And it'll get more juicy each time. The beginning is always a little bit of a slog, but... I, oh, I think it's, it's gonna get I think it's gonna get real juicy real quick. So uh thank you all again for being here and subscribing to us. Make sure you leave us a five star review and you can write a joke in it if you want. 
you can just write meatball and that Danica and I will understand what you're doing when you just write meatball and uh, share us with a friend or a family member if they're cool. All right. Are you ready to like do our sign off with meatball, which is now what it's going to be? I was like, yeah, our classic. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. One, two, three. Meatball. Meatball. Thank you for listening to Descartes Pod. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Descartes Pod and follow your hosts at Jenna with a smile and at Drunk Feminist. Descartes Pod is produced by Andrew Olson. You can follow him on Instagram at Androne. Our music is by Jet Overly. Follow and support him on Instagram at Jetty Boy James. And our logo design is by Michaela Jane. You can find her work at MichaelaJane.com and on Instagram at Michaela Jane. Drop a review on iTunes if you're nasty like that. Bye. Hello, my name is Kaya. And I'm Marissa. And this is Well, Well, Why Not? Not. Join us every Monday as we discuss movies, science, technology, history. Sometimes I think about all the different things we talk about. And they're not even categories. Because you know what? We're geeky. We're nerdy. So like every millennial, we started a podcast. Because that's what we need. More podcasts. Absolutely. Join us every Monday and listen to Well, Why Not? A podcast because... Just because. Just just really because we had this microphone. Well, why not? <laughs> For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is As Above, So Below. <laughs>